people welcome to reach out a wonderful little podcast i like to call roma roma <laughs> it it is it's my shtick man it's my shtick saying what you want Really? Am I, am I frozen? I, I feel like I'm frozen right now. Okay, no, there we go. Okay, I'm this good. is this is the, this is why I normally don't stream on on Mixer because according well, to this, I'm dropping thirty frames, thirty percent of my frames. Well, we need so. to get to the thing where we can just set up, restream, and just put in and just talk about the shit and just run a get our uh, our podcast on a separate Mixer account, which we have the email and everything set up for it. I need to just make it and get it over with. Yeah, we just got to get and that. Put it, got to make it and put it through its, you know, streaming thing so it gets its stream key and then just run restream on it. And that way we can just talk over, over Discord or something like that, input the Discord uh, exactly. source and just mm-hmm. go from there. Exactly. Mac Daddy Dizzle. Hola, como estas? Hold on, Mac. Anyways, so to start it all off, welcome to another, been a while, but another episode of the Reach Out Mental Health Podcast. I don't know what episode this is, considering uh, our episodes have been lost due to a certain someone. I'm not going to name any names. Malice. No, no, not, not certain um, someone. It's certain file corruption errors. Um, I'm blaming so. you regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. You would. Anyways. So, yeah. So, moving forward. We've been running to run this and get this going again this is going to go back to a bi-weekly um podcast due to the simple fact that weekly is too difficult to maintain for the two of us bi-weekly it gives us time to make a plan and execute it accordingly and if there's something happens then at least we know it's going to be bi-weekly and we can potentially do something solo on a shorter scale and just yep. go from there but anyways malice exactly today's topic Oh, yeah, so throw me under the bus so you don't get none of the flack. I'm not, there shouldn't be any flack coming from this anyways. It's a topic that needs to be fucking talked about. It does, it does need to be talked about. Topic that's not really talked about because, you know, men apparently aren't allowed to have feelings. Exactly. So, we're going to say, today's topic for the podcast is going to be men's mental health. Yes, we are covering men's mental health. So um, m- the whole idea of this actually came about, um, honestly. Um, you know, so in November, there is, you know, an international men's day, right? Um, where, you know, obviously one of the main topics that's talked about is mental health and, you know, the, the things that men face as far as mental health is concerned. And it, it saddened me to see that nobody, nobody talked about it. I didn't see any tweets um, from anyone in the streaming community, from anyone in, anywhere in the content creation community, um, for the most part, um, unless they like, specifically covered you know, political views, which I absolutely hate that, you know, we're going into mental health and we have to make it political. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. We shouldn't be making mental health political, you know, um, regardless of what your views are, you know, everybody suffers from mental health and there's a reason why, you know, there's, you know, obviously there's international women's day, there's international men's day, 
And there's a reason why these things exist is because, you know, both deserve props where props are due. And to have that moment to kind of sit and talk about, you know, the things that people deal with and, you know, the specifics of what men deal with that women don't. There are things that women deal with that men don't, you know, and we shouldn't deny, you know, these differences because of whatever reason we have rolling through our head. You know, these differences shouldn't be denied. They should be talked about. They should be celebrated. And, you know, we should, you know, talk about this. Um, so where do you want to... We'll say this right, right yeah. off the bat, though. So from from doing my, my, you know, my due diligence and doing a little bit of research on the topic and all that, the National Institute of Mental Health in general already has the overview on it for men and mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And it says it right in the beginning, it says, while mental illnesses affect both men and women, the prevalence of mental illnesses in men is often lower than women. Men with mental illnesses are also less likely to have received mental health treatment than women in the past year. However, men are more likely to die by suicide than women, according to the CDC. Mm-hmm. And then like after how... That, exactly. Before. That... That in itself is is just it's it's fucked to be completely and utterly blunt with the with, with mm-hmm. the fact that men may sit there and this may say that you know that may be less often to occur in men, but men are also more likely to die by suicide. That that balance is extremely skewed to me. Like there's mm-hmm. there's something there's something that's not right that needs to be fixed and a lot of the times especially men you know that that are a bit older men our age or a little bit older and even even a little bit younger at this point in time there's still grew up under the auspice of showing your emotions and being vulnerable is frowned upon as a male mm-hmm. because you're supposed to be this you know that alpha personality and not everybody mm-hmm is an alpha personality it's just you're just not there are a whole hell of a lot of non quote-unquote alpha males out there and even the quote-unquote alpha males have the emotions as well but some people are just better at hiding it some people are better at suppressing it yep but that's the issue hiding it and suppressing it is just making it get worse over time Oh yeah, I mean I grew up I grew up with the stigma, so I grew up with being told that the only person that the only two people that you're allowed to show your emotions to is your mother and your wife. Beyond that you're a bitch. Listen. Um so I love you. <laughs> Alright, are we doing the butt oh, touches this Marky. soon? <laughs> Marky put chat that's me. Hashtag non alpha male. <laughs> like see that that's another thing that always annoyed me but we're not going to get onto that that whole alpha male beta male bullshit it it doesn't matter you're a mm-hmm. person you have emotions you have feelings you you have shit going on in your head you're fighting a fucking war every day mm-hmm. it, exactly adam toxic masculinity like there there's a point in time to be masculine and then there's a time to just fucking well, be yourself hold, be hold on a second hold on a second let's back let's back this train up a little bit though okay because the thing is, is so this is this is part of it though okay if you look at today's so toxic masculinity i think that's a phrase that should not exist 
because really? first and f- first and foremost, one of the things that is causing such a detrimental difference right now with what men are suffering is the fact that men are ma- being made to feel bad for being men. There are things that's true that men do that men do. And we are being made to feel bad about every single thing that makes us masculine. Masculinity and femininity are biologically different for a reason. Now, I don't want to get into the politics of it. We're not talking about politics. We're talking about mental health. And whether you like it or not, to sit there and say that a man is evil because he's a man, what the fuck do you think that's going to do? You sit there and tell a man that, well, your masculinity is toxic and you should be killed or all men should be killed or fuck men. Well, what do you think is going to happen? If they go go back to being a kid growing up, talking about you know, abusive situations, the bully at school, you're a fucking idiot. You're dumb. You're stupid. You're ugly. You know, and every other fucking name in the book. How'd that make you feel? How do you think a, a grown man is going to feel when you've got thousands of people around him telling him, oh, you're, you're fucking, you're evil. You're a man. You're a misogynist. You're this, you're that. Even if they're not, what do you think's going to happen? They're going to feel good about it and go about their day like it never happened. So let's let's all take the responsibility that we need to take in phrases like that. Toxic masculinity or bullshit. In my opinion. OK, so we're going to take it a step back even more and we're going to go to <clears throat> doing a little bit more of the statistics when it comes to this, just to mm-hmm. put a little bit more knowledge out there into this. So according to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, men died by suicide at a rate of 3.54% higher than women in the year of 2017. Now, I know this is a little bit of dated data, but Uh the fact still remains. 3.54% higher than women. Okay, now I'm not saying that, you know, it's better that we're dying Dying more, more, that women are dying dying less. less. The fact fact is, is it's still a number of suicide that is happening that shouldn't be happening. Yep. Mental Health America reports that 6 million men are affected by depression in the United States every single year. And that's just the people that have reported it. That's the people that have talked about it. That's the people that have seeked for help. This isn't mm-hmm. including the people that have been berated from a young age, talking about not being able to have their emotions, not being able to talk, not being able to feel. Exactly. Having to hide and suppress the shit because they need to be the man. Mm-hmm. Going even further, the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism puts the annual number of men dying due to alcohol-related causes from depression and, and the like causes at 62,000 compared to 26,000 women. So, for anybody that's in the live stream right now, and even the people that are, that are pre-recorded at this point in time, can anybody tell me if they see anything wrong with these numbers? That we're more likely men are more likely to go to substance abuse to litigate with their, to cope with their emotions than actually seek help and talk about what the fuck is going on. And I can tell you, that doesn't tell you that's a fucking uh problem. Then there's something wrong with you in general, because this, this, this is an issue. So we're going to take it a a step further. It says right here that the stigma that men face in general. So according to Dr. Raymond Hobbs, a physician consultant at the blue cross blue shield, because I think part of it may be this whole macho thing. A lot of guys don't want to admit that they have this problem. They still see depression as a sign of weakness. <clears throat> it was clear that this type of thinking is outdated, a relic of previous generations that doesn't speak to current medical understanding of mental illnesses. But the thing is, is even though it's being spoke, you know, spoken about 
and it's it's you know starting to come to the forefront of mental you know mental health awareness and everything of the sort. They're using mental health awareness as this umbrella topic that they're avoiding, and you know they're they're not going into a lot of the specifics with it because going into the specifics <laughs> to me personally going into the specifics of these different topics of it, like men's mental health and women's mental health, starts to make it a little too real for me. And if something's a little too real to you, it means that you actually have to fucking believe it, and that's where the issue lies, is I don't think people want to. I think they want this to continue to skirt under the radar, and that people don't want to focus on it. People don't want to be like, oh, well, more men are dying now because they're fucking depressed or anything of like that because, you know, they're dealing with this, or, you know, they have, they're going to work, and they're trying mm -hmm. to take care of a three-person family where their wife is at home, or maybe their wife was cheating on them and they know about it, but they can't do anything because you mm -hmm. know their wife is their form of comfort, but they don't know what to do. They can't get the help. They don't have a exactly. social life because all they do is work. Well, and then here another thing that adds, you know, is kind of like insult to injury here is that we do have a few groups in the United States nationally that are dedicated to men's health and you know um, men's rights. Um, now, I don't want to get into the political part of it, but the men's rights group, the major group in the United States, does focus heavily on the mental health of, of men and how to get help and people to talk to and ways to do it anonymously because at the end of the day, you know, unfortunately, men are men and they don't want to be, they're not open books about their feelings most of the time. And, you know, if that's the case, forcing a change in a man you know, is going to be more detrimental than trying to find a way to help them directly that makes them comfortable with the help that they're receiving, you know, and I'm sure I know quite a few females that, you know, go to therapy and, you know, take medication and they don't tell anyone about it because they don't want people to know, you know, and it's, it's their right to privacy. If, if, if a person doesn't want to, you know, talk about, you know their feelings to openly in public and that that's their prerogative but that doesn't mean that we damn them and don't find a way to provide them help and so what adds the insult to injury here is when you do have men's groups that pop up here and there that try to help these situations you get people that come out and call them hate groups because they're focused on men and it's just insult to injury. It's like a man can't get help. It's like you sit there and you say that you want men to get help but when something pops up to help men you you damn it, you crucify it. You know, so it's, what are we supposed to do? And I say we because, well, you know, last time I checked, I have a penis. Um, you know, what, 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 what are we supposed to do? You know, you, you want to sit there and say that men need to be more open, men need to talk about things, you know, and then when something pops up to help men get through this, you shoot it down. So it's, it, it's, it's a catch-22, it's a double-edged sword. You know, and yeah. it, it it goes back to terms like toxic masculinity. And I agree, there is toxic masculinity and there is toxic femininity, but I don't believe that just like you said, you know, you can't hate the, just like Marky, Marky said, you know, you can't, um, can't hate the entire fucking apple farm because of one worm in one apple. You know, are, are there people that are toxic? Yes. You know, and, but that's not the entirety, you know, the entirety of the group. Men need help. Men need respect for the things that they do. One of the big things that's happening right now, at least in modern, modern society, and I'm sorry, guys, it's really hard to talk about this without getting political because the current state of men's mental health, 2018, 2019, and I even, I would, I'll even go as far back as 2017, 
you know, is the big hate men kick in third wave feminism. And when you get all of that weight coming down on you, you don't feel good about yourself. The thing is, is I don't think it's all, it all stems from that. Oh, it doesn't stem from that at all, but I'm saying it doesn't help. It, no, it I'm definitely saying. doesn't help the situation, but I don't think that's the, the entire causality. You know what I mean? No, but so, what I'm saying is it's, I think it's pushing things forward to a point that it's pushing things to a head is what I'm saying. Because okay. it's only gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. It hasn't diminished. Okay, like... Going to anytime soon unless people start to take action. But the problem exactly. is once you start to take action, then it starts to get combative. Once it gets combative, people step exactly. back because they don't want it to go too far. Exactly. And that, that's no one of the things that's difficult about this. That person. So one of the no things... Another to play th- advocate. Exactly. So another thing I want to say is like, reach out, Roma, um, is, <laughs> is, is for everyone. Okay, we are here for all of you. This is an all-inclusive group. We're not talking about men's mental health to exclude other people. We're not, this is not a conversation to be combative about. But at the end of the day, guys, we need to raise awareness about this. People need to be aware of what's going on, regardless of whether you care about it or not, which I believe you should care about it, because you have a father, you have a brother, you have uncles, you have people that you love and you care about that are men. You know, that may be suffering through something and you don't know it. And, you know, it, it's, it's a bit, you know, things are getting pushed to a head, at least in recent time. Because if you think about it, think about it like this. You don't think that there's a few guys out there that's sitting there on social media, flipping through stuff and realizing on men's, you know, International Men's Day that nobody's saying anything. That there's absolutely no appreciation for men in general. You don't think that, you know, when you see all everything that everybody explodes about, I mean, when it comes to International Women's Day, companies are, you know, running their advertising campaigns, you know, two weeks, three weeks before the day happens. You know, there's parades organized. There's, you know, get togethers and events organized and everything like that, you know. And International Men's Day comes around and silence. What do you think that, what do you think that does to somebody's self-worth? And if you we're sit taught, there and you say, not to care about it. Uh-huh, and if you sit there and you say, well, they shouldn't give a shit. They shouldn't give a shit whether or not somebody's other people are giving them recognition. That mentality right there doesn't help the situation. That makes it worse to sit there and say on the double standard. Oh, well, men need to talk about their feelings, but who gives a shit if they feel bad because nobody's celebrating men's health day. So your comment, what you just said, Steve, goes towards what, somebody that whispered. I'm going to have to whisper, but not who it's from. Just, just from a personal experience, the feeling of it is like you have the people around you, but no one to talk to because no one will listen. And you'd rather be dead than talk to someone and have the fear of having your mental ailment thrown in your face. As a... And that's exactly, that's exactly the crux of the issue right there is we may be able to talk about it, but a lot of the times you go to bring it up. So I'll go a little bit further with this because I've been in this situation when you start to deal with it. And let's say, you know, a lot of men turn to their, their significant others as their, you know, as, as their rock, you know, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's their support system. <clears throat> so they go to talk to them. Hey, you know, I'm feeling some type of way, you know, this is going on. I'm very appreciated, you know, that type of shit, because, 
every male, regardless of the fact, likes to feel appreciated. They like to, to have some semblance of recognition. If it's a minor thing, like, hey, you did this today. Good fucking good on you, you know? The little things matter. And you know what? It matters to us. But the thing is, is you would go and try and talk to someone about it. Let's say you would go to talk to your, your significant other about it. And you go and you say something and suddenly it's, well, quit being a little bitch. You're supposed to be doing it anyways. And then that just, that stops it right there. Anytime you go to talk about something and that shit gets thrown in your face, it turns into a pattern of not being yeah. able to go any further. So I'm not going to mention names or anything specific here, but um, somebody in my family, I'll, I'll say what part of my family is my brother-in-law just recently got out of a relationship. And um, I know this information because my wife told me, you know, what happened. Um, he, moved, he recently moved in with a woman. He's like, this is, this is the person I'm going to marry. Her. We're going to have kids. You know, things are going to be great. And he was going through a rough patch. You know, so he had his own business. He's an architect. You know, he used to make really good money, but, you know, shit is just going downhill for him. And he had to close the business and stuff like that. And, you know, he went home one night and he started... And he was crying, and he's like, you know, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, everything was great, and now it just seems like everything's kind of starting to fall apart. You know, what you know, what am I supposed to do? And he was crying, and she literally turned around and told him, don't be a little bitch. Um, I'm, not, I'm not with you to hear about your fucking problems. Be a man. Be a man and fucking take care of it. Deal with your shit. Yeah, because that's exactly the way to fucking handle that shit. And Christ. I'm just like, wow, like that's ridiculous. Now, grant you, I'm not the type of person to cry a lot. I don't. I mean, scourges caught me in tears a couple of times. I'm, I think I've, you know, bawled a little bit here on stream because we touch on like some really, really tough topics. You know, but even my wife, my wife has rarely ever seen me cry. And even she'll mention like, you know, I don't barely, I barely ever see you cry. And I was like, well, it's because I try to deal with shit as I feel like crying's not going to help. Exactly. I, I talk about it. It's not that I don't talk, but I do talk about it. Like I'm, I'm nervous about this. I'm worried about this. You know, what are we going to do? Um, but I don't get overtly emotional about it. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing. It is, it is what it is, depending on who, who you're talking about and who you're talking to. Um, you know, but to have your significant other, the person that you think, Hey, this is, this is it, you know, to basically sit there and tell you, sit down, shut up and deal with it. I don't want to hear about it. You know, make the shit work or don't. It's not my problem. Basically <sighs> that, that, that's just fucking horrible. You know, that's just, that's just horrible. Like, it really is. Like you don't like, you don't do that. You're like, you know, um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much that. Um, it, it's it's something that there there's a lot of different angles that need to be looked at when we're talking about mental uh, men's mental health. Yeah. We have to look at we have to look at our education, our upbringing, up, upbringing, like our emotional education um, from from our parents and our families. We have to look at the full spectrum of society and how society treats us as men. Um, and the current climate of things and how that doesn't help. And if this is really a problem we want to fix, then the way we're doing it is not how we're supposed to be doing it. Um, we have to look at, you know, social programs and things like that are, that are specifically catered to men. 
Um, because at the end of the day, you know, most people as men, we do specifically confide in family members and our significant others. We don't generally confide, you know, in the public. Um, it's not what we do. And to force that behavior with those who do not want to do it are just going to make them that much more uncomfortable and make them less likely to actually come out and say, hey, there's a problem because if there's people shoving like shit down your throat that you don't want to be doing, regardless of whether or not it's going to help you. If you don't want to do it and you know that people are going to do that, they're going to force it and you're not going to talk about it. Right. So there has to be more social programs in place specifically catered to men. And, you know, a one off, but a little fucking appreciation. Listen, a little appreciation never fucking hurt anyone. All right. Appreciation goes a long fucking way. It does. I mean, what do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think a lot of us, like when we see like a veteran, we say, thank you for your service. Right. You know, or some of us, like when we see a cop, we're like, hey, thanks for what you're doing. Yeah. Because we know that we know that they're doing something that we don't want to do and we don't want to be involved in. And but they're putting they're putting themselves on the line. Exactly. So showing that a little bit of appreciation, you don't think that doesn't make a cop's day? To have some random fucking dude walk down the street and say, or somebody walk down the street and say, hey, thank you for what you're doing. You know, thank you for your job. Or a firefighter or an EMT, you know. Um, I mean, with, with my job, I do that with people that work in the lower levels, the people that work below me, like the administrators. The administrators, they work below me as a teacher. And... You know, but they're the ones that deal with the angry parents and deal with the angry teachers and try to make everybody happy. I'll shoot them a random message and say, hey, you know what? Thanks for the job that you're doing. You know, because everybody needs to be appreciated. Everybody needs to know that their part of what they play is important. Exactly how it pretty much goes. Does anything, you know, follows, donates, drives, you know, does any of that shit. I immediately mm-hmm. tell them how much I appreciate because it's true. You know, like that that simple statement in and of itself, I appreciate you, I appreciate you, goes a long fucking way. It does. Like it it makes a difference. You know, I you, mean it's you, like you could, like someone could be going through the hardest fucking shit in the world or sitting there going through, you know, a death in the family or some bullshit going on, or like maybe they're just really fucking struggling that day. And they do something you know, nice, or they do something just, you know, out of the norm, or even just something that's normal. You letting them know that you appreciate them for what they did goes a long fucking way, and I think that's something that, that like, everybody needs to honestly, but it's, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to show appreciation. That's one of the things that always baffled me, is why, why do you have this issue with telling somebody that you appreciate them? There's nothing wrong with it, like, is is it bad to give a compliment? Is there something wrong with you saying, hey, thank you for doing this? Or like, do you feel less about yourself for making somebody else feel good? Like, where mm-hmm. is the issue here? It doesn't make fucking sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And, I mean, just think about it. If you think about it at the end of the day, I mean, just think about your family. You know, I mean, if you're lucky enough to still have your parents in your life, you know, how do you think it would make your mom or your dad feel if you just turned around after dinner and say thank you? And they just kind of look for what? For everything. Yep. Thank you. How do you think that they're going to feel? Simple fucking statement, man. Just those two, two words. World 
two words. Thank you. And it, it, it makes, you know, the world a difference. And unfortunately, this is where kind of like the current, you know, political climate kind of comes into play here is it's not it's becoming less and less socially acceptable to say thank you to a man. It's becoming a negative to do that. It's, it's becoming, you know, a taboo to appreciate men. And it doesn't, it's not, the, like Scourge said, it's not the source of the problem, but it sure as hell doesn't fucking help. A contributing. And the thing is, is yes, yeah, a lot of us are like so going going through chat at the. I was bullied when I was younger because I had mental health issues, mindset. Every day it's a war, and so I'm ahead, but I'm still winning the fights. But sometimes it works out. Podcast is yeah. Well, thank you for that. Number one. I'm doing it without therapy and meds. It's hard, but I want it this way. My fiance is going through depression time myself right now. I'd love to see another person in chat says I've watched my dad suffer with depression and mental health issues for years. Finally, maybe he needs to talk to someone, and I hope he can think that way. I want to see help. He needs great. Another person in response to my statement about the whole significant other thing is is that when your significant other doesn't care or overrules you or shoots you down or takes the information and does nothing with it like it's even heard because everything is flipped flipped it's the definition of an are you even listening to me moment that's always super fun another comment says when i tried to talk about my mental health issues with my parents they looked at it it was one didn't try at all found a friend who saw my struggle and helped me through it over the years unfortunately of social pressure, I couldn't help them. And that statement, you, you can't help everyone. As fucked up as it sounds, you can't. As much as we may try, and as Malice and I all say, if we help just one person in any of these episodes of this podcast that we've done, if just one person in the podcast is exactly, we would love to help more, we'd love to fucking help everybody. So let me let me go down a line here. So I've been trying to kind of avoid this, but I think it has to be said because the thing is, is like I just it's it's sad. It scares that when it me when to... you say these things. You know that, right? Every yeah, time you say, "I feel like I need to cross this line," my fucking butthole <laughs> constricts because I'm like, "Great, here we fucking go." <laughs> yep, yeah, pretty much. That's that's pretty All much right. the deal. So okay. basically, All right, so here, here we go. So here's the thing. It's, it's something that needs to be talked about because it's, it's, it's a serious factor of it. So we, we, all, we all can agree that, you know, times are changing. We can all agree that, you know, regardless of whether we like it or we dislike it, you know, things are moving forward with or without us. And, you know, unfortunately, the way the biological differences between men and women, men have traditionally always been the hunter-gatherer, the ones that put their lives at risk, the ones that go to war, you know. Down this path right now? You know, not, yeah, we're going down this road. We are going oh. down this road. We are right. gonna, we, we're going to take time on the splendid scenery here. It's not to say that women couldn't do any of these things, but traditionally speaking, because, you know, biologically speaking, most men are physically larger than women, okay, taller, 
you know, larger muscle density, you know, things like that, um, you know, due to testosterone. Men have been traditionally the ones that, you know, take care of everyone around them. We're the protectors. You know, we're the ones that, you know, if somebody breaks into the house at the end of the day, if you are, you know, married or living with someone, you know, the opposite sex, who's the one that generally gets out of bed to go check to see what the fuck's going on? The man does. Also, a, just realized mm-hmm. everybody's talking to this isn't the way that it is for every single person. This is a generalization. This is a we're generalization. Let's sh- yes, we're just going to clarify that really quickly. I'm trying to cover your ass right here. This well, is a yeah. general... <laughs> General it is because there are there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Okay, but because there are exceptions doesn't mean that we need to or ignore how oh, things no, 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 generally you're right. are. You're right. You know? You're right. I'm just you know? trying to cover your ass, sweetness. No, I got you. I got you. You know, <laughs> and the thing is, is so when we get into we we have this mentality as men to be protectors, and I know as a father and as a husband, you know, my my instinct to protect is heightened okay i i go outside with i go outside with my son and my wife and i'm watching everybody i'm watching everything that's going on make sure nobody gets fucking stupid you know and it's it's an instinct it's it's instilled in your fucking brain you know like you have to protect the pack you know that's your job Somebody tries to threaten the pack, it's your job to put them down. It's not to say that, you know, I, I can name off probably about five female UFC fighters that could put me down in a couple of seconds. But again, that's an exception, not the rule. Okay? So what happens is, is when we grow in with, with this idea, we see it with our parents, we see it with our grandparents, our grandparents, our grandfather protects our grandmother and his or her children um you know our father protects us and protects the family our father is generally the one that goes to work and provides for the family that pays the bills and things like that again are there exceptions to this rule of course there are exceptions to this rule okay but at the end of the day most people you know for example you know most men are more are willing to take more hazardous jobs construction waste management you know all of these types of jobs that could have you know potential fallbacks on them you know, that could ruin their lives, you know, not to sit there and say that a woman couldn't do it, but generally speaking, generally speaking, you know, and it's sad. And here, here's another thing that's sad that I have to sit here after every fucking statement and say, generally speaking, because there's going to be some jackass out there. And it's like, yeah, I know, I know they can. I'm not saying a woman can't do certain things. Okay. Allegedly, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so the thing is, is when when we talk about appreciation, and the reason I th- felt that this was necessary is because when we talk about men's appreciation, there are going to be some people out there. Well, what what the fuck do I have, we have to appreciate you know men for? Um, going to war. Most most police officers are men. Um, you know, but there the doesn't things, need to be a reason. 
You know, there shouldn't be a reason, but the thing there is, doesn't there doesn't need to be a reason just to show appreciation to someone, even if it's a, of a fucking whatever gender you are, whatever fucking whatever color, race, creed, whatever the fuck you are. There doesn't need to be a reason to show some semblance of appreciation. Well, the thing is, and the fact well, the that there is, needs so, to be a fucking look, reason is stupid. Look, there there are going to be people out there that say what show appreciation for for the for the sex that commits most sexual assaults. That commits most rapes, that commits most domestic abuse. Yeah, but um, and so, yet nobody wants to talk about the fact that men do get raped, and that's because it doesn't even matter if it's by the same sex or the opposite sex. No one wants to talk about the fact that men get fucking abused. Exactly. No so one there, wants to talk couple, about that shit. There, there's actually a couple social experiments that I really liked, and I saw, I saw online um, on YouTube. There's a couple social experiments. A couple, guy, a couple of different channels did this, and, and I, I really liked it. So basically they played out two different situations in two different parks with loaded with people. So the first situation was a guy getting the shit beat out of him by, by his girlfriend. Right. She, she was just beating on him, like smacking him in the face, smacking him in the back of the head, kicking him. And people were walking by fucking laughing. And most of them, most of the people said, well, what the fuck did he do? Yep. What did he do to deserve that? Then they flipped it. The guy started pushing on the girl, not hitting and shit like the way she was on him, but just kind of pushing her, you know, stuff like that. And immediately 15, people intervene. Yeah, 15 fucking people run in and fucking like, well, you shouldn't fucking be doing that. You're a fucking bitch. You're fucking this. You're that. And it's like, well, hold on a second. We got a big fucking drop off here. Now, I'm not saying men should be able to fucking hit women. I think nobody should be able to hit fucking anybody. But the very fact that socially speaking, we have it ingrained in our brains to sit there and say, well, he did something wrong. That's why he's getting the shit beat out of him and look at it as a fucking joke. Is not fucking cool. It's not cool. You want to talk about breaking down social stigmas? You want to be all inclusive? Cool. Let's be all inclusive. Let's break down social stigmas. Let's stop thinking just because a guy's getting fucking smacked up by a, by a girl that he did something wrong. Let's stop thinking that because some, like, that, that men are the scapegoat for every fucking problem in society. You want to break down social stigmas? Let's break down social stigmas. But let's do it right. You want to be a feminist? Feminism is equality for both men and women. You want to be a feminist? Cool, let's be feminists. Equality for everybody. There'll never be. Equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome. And unfortunately, these are all these are all factors that play into mental health, the mental health of, you know, the men's mental health is and especially in modern society. We're getting torn apart. OK, one one thing that I I really wanted to say this and I, th I find this funny. So there is a not vice, but one of those weird fucking shows are talking about things that men do and are talking about um man spreading so when a guy sits down and has his legs open right we don't pinch our fucking balls <laughs> exactly exactly i'm sitting with my legs open right now okay but hey. one of the one of the women one of the women in this fucking this this youtube video says well i got these big boobs and and you don't see me sit with my arms open i'm like okay well that's because your arms sit at the side, your arms of, your are on the side and, of your fucking and, body <laughs> your, 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 your chest is in front of you um, not the same thing, not the same thing. Okay. Um, now I, I don't, I don't, uh, agree with the guys that sit there like fucking like, you know, 
like they're doing a split in the middle of a seat. But, you know, like... Oh, but having your legs open a little bit so, you know, so you're not pinching yourself and putting yourself in pain. You know, this shouldn't be... You shouldn't have to fucking explain that. But, I mean, again, 90% of the time, anything that we do lately, we're wrong. You know... AC, Matt got it right. Everything can comfortably sit without constriction. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh, So the thing is, is... um, One second here. One second here. Go ahead, uh, Scourge, grab it. Yep. Let's go off what Marky was saying. When there's a person in your life protecting you, showing how to provide and showing you the struggle they go through, it's hard to not learn and try to do better than they do provide but when you're told after your after all your life that no one needs you and that you're irrelevant it takes it away a lot of the things that are said to us and a lot of the things that that we go through we're not a, you know it, it's we're, we're always get frowned upon to talk about it that's one of the reasons this honestly this right here to be completely honest with people mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why i started doing a lot of these mental health things because it gave so many people an outlet so many people of my own fucking community in outlet to come in and just have a place to talk because it's not around. There are people that can't afford to go and, you know, just have the ability to go and talk to a legitimate therapist. Cause we all fucking know I am not a legitimate therapist. He is not a legitimate therapist. We are just two fucking dudes with a thumb up our asses that are just trying to make the world a better place. Fucked up as it is. And as weird as we are, but the fact that, you know, he loves butt touches and mouth hugs. As weird as this fucking dynamic duo is. (laughs) The reason for this is to try, and even if it's a more of a controversial topic, which we've been through and we've caused some bullshit, it's bound to happen. But all we're trying to do is just help the world be a little bit of a better place and give people some semblance of, but I can't exactly say safety. Keep the ball going, I'll be right back. Yeah. But it's just, we just want to help. That's all it really is. And this topic may be one of the, you know, very much controversial ones. But it's stuff that needs to be fucking said. How many of you, how many of the people right now in the live stream have done any actual research on men's mental health? Legitimately, how many people have heard anything about men's mental health? Let's say in the past six months. Don't worry. I'll wait. Yeah, exactly. You may be waiting a bit. That's what I thought. If I said half the shit in my mind in regards to men, anything I would probably come off as sexist because I've encountered a lot of women that have closed minds. And that's the whole fucking point of this. There's a bunch of fucking men in here in this fucking stream right now that haven't heard shit about men's mental health in the past fucking six months to a fucking year. We'll go even further than that. And then we have the few women that are in here saying that it's fucking sad. So how is it that in this tiny little community that we that we have built, because we are not a large community, but we are close enough to one another mm-hmm. that we can talk about this shit. But if people in here can fucking go ahead and admit it and say that they haven't fucking heard shit about it, then what the what about the rest of the fucking world? We we again to bring it back and Mac just solidified my point. We haven't been taught in our lives to worry about men's mental health. Nobody well, gives some, a fuck about what we think or feel. 
So I don't want I don't want to I don't want to you know um, cast blame on anyone or anything like that. But another thing that I'm noticing here, um, and there might be other contributing factors to this, not just the you know the topic of today's discussion. But normally when we do one of these, we've got between you know twenty to twenty five people in the stream, generally speaking, and casually, you know the first comeback of Romha. And we're sitting at 13 people. You know. I'm sitting at 44. I'm only seeing 13. So that's all all the mixers reading for me. So. We've got an audience. Do we? No, see, mine's not, not, mine's not going past 13. About 44 people right now, dude. We've got an audience. Keep it rolling. All right. Well, then I was mistaken. My my statistics. I'm looking at the statistics here, and it's coming up wrong. So I'm going to admit my wrong there, and um, embarrassingly kind of creep away. <laughs> good, good. I mean, so it's more people than I initially anticipated. That's awesome. So yeah, I click on Scourge's thing. I'm on Scourge's string. It's still reading 13 for me. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, and I, so I was sitting here thinking, well, maybe there, I, there's generally more people. So I was kind of sad about that, but okay. 44 people's good, but it is something that people are afraid to talk about. People don't want to, you know, no. And I think, I think what's good about what we're doing now with this, with this biweekly thing now is it's going to give us an opportunity to periodically tweet out on reach out the topic that we're going to be talking about, potentially trying to bring people together for it and potentially bringing on a guest. Mm-hmm. giving you know giving more exposure to just you know us two assholes sitting here fucking talking to one another and talking to chat you know so mm-hmm. it's gonna i believe the stability on this is going to be better if we as long as we stick with it like granted the next episode we're gonna have to do like a day early because i'm leaving yeah. mm-hmm. but it's still gonna be in two weeks from now we're gonna do another episode it's gonna give malice and i a chance to get a topic it's gonna give us a chance to potentially talk in our discord to get other people's opinions on the topic and literally make this a community thing to really push out the issues and i think that's i think it's a great idea that we did between the two of us that we're finally going to try and all rolling and you know i think i've given you enough shit over the past two months about the episodes yeah so could you please stop doing that i love you i'm sorry <laughs> i appreciate you for everything that you've done but i'm still mad at you but we're going to move past it because I'm a hell of a guy. Anyways, going back so, over to this article. <laughs> hold on a second. There's, there's, hold on. There's over here Healthline. So the burden of toxic masculinity. I was uh, just about to read this, you motherfucker. It's literally you, on my monitor right fucking the same thing. here. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, by the way, chat, we haven't coordinated articles. So the thing is, is like we're just by chance, you know? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Go ahead, you read it. Go for it. I don't know. I want to give you. I've been reading a lot of articles. I guess I should give you the chance that you came across it too. Fuck. All right, go for it, Malice. God damn. All right, but it's not just asking for help that men seem to struggle with. Research has found that some men also have a harder time establishing social connections. The American Psychological Association has a podcast all about how masculinity can actually be a burden on mental health. <sighs> Let's continue before before I say something. Let me let me just let's keep reading. Um, When you're talking about toxic masculinity, quote unquote, Hobbes explained, it really comes down to the way males are brought up. 
they they weigh wow okay so they can't write the spell correctly the way we're taught to be strong and quiet if you look at the old john wayne movies that was the model we were supposed to aspire to but it's also a model that is dysfunctional in many ways this model of masculinity may be why men are more likely to underreport symptoms of depression but Certain more traditionally masculine traits can also contribute to increased rates of depression, according to research. That's found both negative and protective factors to traditional masculinity. When the negative impact is an, is an increase in depressive symptoms, substance, substance misuse can often follow. If men are less willing to ask for help, they will continue to experience the symptoms contributing to depression. Levin said, drug use is often a maladaptive, okay, it's like an adaptive coping strategy. So, okay, so before I go further into this, there's, there's only like two, yeah, yeah uh, so there's only, there's only two, two, two other parts to this, but, so I agree and I disagree. So I agree that, yes, um, our natural disposition. Read the next portion of it. Okay, fine. As he puts it, when people struggling with depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions aren't embracing healthy coping resources, they may turn to alcohol and other drugs as a way to numb the pain. The problem is how do we, as a society, change men's perception of seeking help before they get to that point? And that's even worse. That's even worse. No judgment zone for the chat really quickly. No judgment zone for the chat. How many people in here? including the two people that are hosting this. How many people in here have turned to drugs and alcohol as a coping mechanism? Don't worry. No judging or anything of the sort. I'm raising my hand. Malice, put your fucking hand up. <laughs> and there it just goes to show. You know, like, it's... it's it's what we have. We, we, we may not go talk to somebody. We try to find a way to deal with it by ourselves, and that's what we do. That's what I've still done. I still will sit here randomly when I'm having a fucking ridiculously shit day, and I'll still go grab some alcohol and be like, I'm just going to sit here and slam a little bit. And, you know, and fucking Malice does the same thing. Coming to me, I'm drunk, Scourge. We, when are we going to do our next episode? This shit is fucking stupid. And it's just how it goes. And, it, I mean, it sucks. It shouldn't be how it is, but... It's what we do. All right, but here, here, here's, here's, one, here's one of the things that, that bothers me about this, about this article. Okay? So men have been the way men are for generations. We have advanced. We have moved forward. Many men are a lot more open about, you know, talking about their feelings, things like that, with family, with their therapists, things like that. You call me okay. a pussy for talking about my feelings, Malice? What the fuck? <laughs> so... But men, most men, won't do that. And that's not, it's not a societal construct. It's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's partly due to, but for the most part, it is biology. Okay, we are designed differently. Men, I don't think, have a problem with getting help, but they need something that caters to them. And the last part of this article really kind of bothers me. The problem is how do we as a society change men's perception? Do you not see the problem with that? 
Do you not see the issue in that statement? You know, you know, it, it, it's, it's wrong. Let's help men, but let's find a way to help them so they're comfortable to get the fucking help. So it's not a public affair. You know, so they don't feel like, you know, they're, they're less of a person. It's not changing their perception. It's changing how society handles what men are dealing with. We cater to the perceptions and ideas and construct of what women need and, you know, how they're built and how they handle things. And we have no issue with that. I have no issue with that. Scourge has no issue with that. Nobody has any issue with that. But when it comes to helping men, it's still men that need to change. One of those Come on. It's never going to fucking... It's like, it, it's not anyone else's fault. It's our fault. We're the ones that need to change, regardless of the situation. Whether it's because we're too emotional and we're a fucking beta, or we're not emotional enough and we're a fucking alpha. Either way, we need to change to some random construct that some that some shrink says that we need to do. Or a group of shrinks say that we need to do. So long as we continue to say that men are a problem and men need to change. You're not helping men. It goes down to that point that I'm saying. Men have a difficult time as it is seeking help. And then you're going to sit there and try to force them to change who they are because they're the problem. Dick. Apparently, globally, every minute a man dies by suicide. In the United States, 75% of suicides are men. This is from the Men's Health Mental Health article for the uh, for the movie. But we're the problem. It, it's Think of it this way. Think of it this way. So we talk about suicide and we talk about being open about suicide and trying to help people if we notice they have certain symptoms, right? It's to literally turn around and say that, oh, you're a man and you're depressed. We want to help you, but it's your fault that you're depressed because you're not getting help. It's your fault. It's your, it's your fault that you're depressed. Oh, you killed yourself? That's your fault. It's <laughs> I mean, come on. It, it needs to be changed on this, like, but it's going to take a long time for that to change. It's, you know, you get, you get to this point where you're talking on this topic and you're sitting there and you can talk to your blue in the face about this fucking topic, but then it starts to fucking sink in that how long has we, have we tried to change this? And yet it's still the exact same unless more people start to take action of it. Well, the problem is, is I think people are looking at it the wrong way. They're reading articles like this and they're like, well, you need to talk about your emotions more. Yes, obviously that is the easiest and most direct way to help men if men were to open up. But to put the responsibility on top of a mentally ill person to open up their feelings and for them to talk about it, that's not help. That's The title of this the other article is perfect. Are you ready? Yeah. Men's mental health. The silent crisis. That's legitimately a perfect fucking title of this for a fucking article about this. Yeah, it is. 
because it is. It's, it's a fucked. it's a crisis nobody's talking about. I think out of all, like I have a tendency of listening to other mental health podcasts just to kind of see what the topics are they're talking about. I think out of I've I've skipped through probably about three hundred different mental health podcasts. There's a lot of them out there, guys. Um, I found out of three hundred two that covered this topic. Two. Three, including us. It says here, right here, six million men grapple with depression every year, and suicide is currently the seventh leading cause of death for men. When it comes to their health, most men think of their physical health, like enduring a prostate exam and the like. What they don't realize is that they are 28 times more likely to have a mental health issue like depression in any given year than prostate cancer, even though it is the most common cancer in American men. Now, being called a silent crisis, the number of men with a mental health issue is growing at an astonishing rate. Researchers estimate at least 6 million men experience depression each year in the United States. Although men experience depression at half the rate of women, men are four times more likely to commit, su- to commit suicide than women. Currently, suicide is the seventh leading category for cause of death among men, according to the fucking CDC. But this isn't a fucking problem, guys. No, it's not a problem. And, and it's our it's fault. It, it's our fault. It's it's our fault. So I'm sorry for having a penis. I'm sorry for, you know, being a guy. <laughs> God damn, that came out of fucking nowhere. Jesus. You know, so I'm I'm <laughs> I'm 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 sorry that, you know, my my biology, you know, is such a hindrance on society. I'm I'm sorry that because this is what everybody's looking for, right? Damn you and your dangle. Right. This is what everybody's looking for, isn't it? Is that I'm I'm sorry for being a man. I'm sorry for you know, thinking that, you know, there are certain responsibilities that I have as a man. I'm, I'm sorry that I take care of my family. I'm, I'm sorry that I work my ass off so my wife can stay home and take care of my son so she doesn't have to work. I'm, I'm sorry I do that. Because uh, according to a lot of people, I, I take away her ability to work apparently because I'm the one paying all the bills. Well, societal standards dictate that. You, you fucked know. all that up. So, yeah, so apparently I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm evil because I'm a male, you know, because yeah, we want to help men and men's mental health, but you're the cause of every problem. Can we see the hypocrisy in this? Marky says women holiday, but many kid maybe it's complete bullshit. And it says, I, it says, I hate to say it, but kids growing up with social media is not a good thing. It's made bullying a whole new game, too many ways for people to bully now. The young people coming into adulthood are already messed up due to all of it. Bullying is, has been taking prominence a lot lately when it comes to schools oh, and everything. I'm sorry, I got, I got, I got to say, I got to say, I got to say, Marky's, Marky's hashtag. hashtag. I'm gonna start, my I'm gonna start. I'm, I'm gonna start using, I'm gonna start using that hashtag. My dong don't make me wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Marky. <laughs> Thank you. Start a whole fucking, he's gonna start a whole movement with that. It's gonna, it's gonna be on a t-shirt. Oh, I'm going to. Oh, I'm, I am gonna put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> I know you should sell it for roaming self. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, this week, guys, you will see that. Actually, let me write that down so I don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Here's the pen. Oh no, I Here's... believe you. 
Here's the post-it. <laughs> oh, that's too good. It's a long hashtag, but I'm sure a lot of people are going to pick up on that. <laughs> Probably. Um, but the, so the thing is, is like, it's just one of the important things. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because I, I, I it's, it's not enough to sit here and talk about men, men's mental health, but it's equally, if not more important for us to sit here and talk about the double standard in society of saying that we need to help men, but then putting all the blame on top of men. And it's their fault that they're killing themselves. It's their fault that they have depression because they're not open about their emotions and that we need to change men's perspectives instead of society, you know, when it comes to men's mental health, catering to how a man, a man thinks and operates to make sure that, you know, they get the help that they need when they're having a problem. Now, not everyone is like Scourge and I that are willing to kind of open up and kind of openly talk about, hey, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. Um, you know, we deal with it in different ways. Um, most men don't do that, and that's no fault of their own. We need to find a way to cater that and help them. That's what we need to do. Society needs to cater to the men that need help. Not force men to change. Which is why I hate the term toxic masculinity. Because men are masculine, women are feminine. Generally speaking, there are exceptions. I fucking hate that I have to say that every goddamn time. Um, Remember, we're not trying to offend everybody. Just a couple people at a time. Look, I'm going to put it this way, guys. I, 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 let me just get this out here so people understand how I think. I don't try to offend anyone, but if you're offended, that's your problem, not mine. You're choosing to be offended by something I'm saying. If you don't like what I'm saying, don't listen. Um, so Offended that you're not offending me. <laughs> I mean, do I like having you here? Do I like the fact that people are listening? Yes, I love the fact that you guys are listening, but at the same time, is if you're going to go if, be a, in an uproar, about this because you think that we're excluding women. It's, it's, we're talking about men's mental health for Christ's sake. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, if I offended you, I'm not sorry at all. Wrong. Talking about men. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag my dong. Don't make me wrong. (laughs) Fucking backlash. We're about to get for that fucking t-shirt. It's going to be unreal. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the reach out the reach out logo on the front and on the oh, back. On the front, the hashtag. hashtag on the back. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna make the reach out fucking stream page this week. Next fucking episode we do, that merch is gonna be live. Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> it's gonna fund the fucking channel, man. Fuck it, we're making that shit by next week. Oh yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm gonna be like I'm gonna make that shit tonight. So. <laughs> All right, I'll make the fucking stream page tonight. Put it through its review standard. We're good to go. Next reach out episodes are going to be both of us together on one screen. We're going to have no co-stream. It's going to be one thing, and we're just going to rock it. It's fine. Yeah. So, you know, it's just so, yeah, we need to talk. We need to talk about every aspect of this. We can't just talk about the fact that men are depressed and men kill themselves at a higher rate than women. I mean, that's an important aspect, but we have to kind of, like, we have to unpack that. Well, I, I, have, I have another article here from Ecology Today. That talks All right, about go this. for it. This is from a couple years ago, but... It, it's the way the way that it explains it is interesting. So it says numerous researchers have recently stated that there's a silent crisis in men's mental health. Duh. 
This is based on robust evidence that men have high rates of various mental health issues. These include elevated rates of suicide and substance abuse, as well as low rates of mental health service use. Sadly, male gender often inter intersects with other variables to produce even higher rates in, sub -sub in some subgroups. Moving forward, it says suicide. Men make up over 75% of suicide victims in the United States. With one man killing himself every 20 minutes, men living in small towns and rural areas have a particularly high rates of suicide. Indeed, flyover states such as Wyoming, Montana, New Mexico, Utah have the highest rates of suicide in the country. Alaska also has very high rates. This has been attributed to various factors. One factor is the massive decline in traditional male industries, such as manufacturing, forestry, fisheries, leaving large swaths of men in certain regions unemployed or underemployed. In the current economy, many men are finding it difficult to fulfill a breadwinner role, leaving them without a powerful sense of pride, purpose, and meaning in life. Like, that, that I'd say that's a pretty fucking valid point right there. Mm-hmm. We pride ourselves on being able to take care of our family and doing what we need to do to get things done type of shit. And if we can't do that, it puts us in a fucking rut. It we does. can't provide for our wife or we can't provide for our kid or we can't go out and get nice things for our girlfriend or our boyfriend, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make us feel, it makes us feel less of a man and it makes us, we go, we get down on ourselves. It also says here that a very high rates have been observed in veterans, young American Indians, and gay men. A common factor among these groups may be perceived as rejection from mainstream society, leading to strong feelings of alienation and isolation. Mm -hmm. That's, I, I couldn't have fucking asked for a better explanation, honestly. It's, it fucking, it's fitting. And it makes fucking sense. Like, if, if you think about it, I mean, it just it put the fucking crux of it right there. If we don't feel like a quote-unquote man, we put ourselves in a fucked-up situation. We put ourselves in a rut, and it's hard to get the fuck out of it. We like to make money. We like to be able to provide. We like to be able to do things. And if we can't do that, because what's ingrained in our fucking DNA, then we feel horrible. I mean, unless I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. No, no, I, I, yeah, I, I get it. I'm just, I'm reading, I'm going through and just kind of reading some stuff. Like, so there is, um, so apparently there's a person out here, a couple of people, there's three people. So it's Denna T. Smith, Dwayne M. Musin, and Marta Elliott um, are the, they're both, all three of them are PhDs. Um, basically say that many researchers take for granted that men's mental health can be explained in the same terms as women's or can be gauged using the same measures. And it's shit like this, guys, that kind of fuck shit up with the people that don't want to accept that men and women are different. They're trying to ball everything together. Now I've I've seen quite a few um, articles about this um, this this theory and how it's extremely dangerous um, because men and women are not the same. The when the way men and women deal with things is different, and you cannot gauge um, men and women's mental health the same way. You can't. 
um, because we are, you know, biologically different. But let's continue with what, what is being said here, okay? Women tend to have higher rates of internalization disorders, i.e. depression, anxiety, while men experience more externalizing symptoms, violence, substance abuse, right? These patterns are often attributed to gender differences in, socializ in socialization. Again, now we're socializing the genders, right? We're socializing the sexes. So it's not that we're men and women are different, but it's because it's a social construct. Um, including the acquisition of expectations associated with traditional gender roles, help-seeking, coping, and socioeconomic status. However, measurement bias, inadequate survey assessments of men's experiences, and uh, clinician bias, practitioners' um, subconscious tendency to overlook male distress, may lead to um, underestimates of the prevalence of depression and anxiety among men. Continuing to focus on gender differences in mental health may obscure significant, um, significance within gender, uh, gender group differences in men's um, symptomology in order to better understand men's lived experiences and their psychological well-being. It is crucial for scholars to focus exclusively on men's mental health. So that, um, that last part, I agree with it. The first part I disagree with, and everything in the middle was kind of like a contradiction to the first part leading up to the ending. Um, Scourge, you want to put that in layman's terms? No. Okay. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not touching that one. Um, so basically, at the beginning, it's basically saying that, you know, men and women's mental health can be... Um, you can look at men and, men's and women's mental health the same way, and that researchers need to do that. Um, and gives a bunch of reasoning to them as to why um, it can do that. And by the end, so it's, it's a bit confusing. It is, it is crucial for scholars to focus exclusively on men's mental health. So I agree with that. Men's mental health is significantly different than women's mental health. There may be some overlaps, quite obviously, because we're humans, but you know, because of, you know, how we operate and how we're built, I do believe that it's correct. You know, uh, men do externalize their symptoms with, you know, acts of violence or substance abuse, getting into fights, you know, bullying, things like that. You know, when they're feeling, you know, um, you know, the bully in school, we, our parents have always told us, you know, the person that's bullying you, the reason why they're doing it is because they're insecure in themselves, right? You know, not, it doesn't really have anything to do with you. They're just kind of externalizing, you know, their own, you know, internal anguish you know, and making fun of you and making you feel like shit. Um, and when we talk about society and how society wants to change men, I think that that's kind of like that thing, right? Is that, you know, currently it's the, the popularization in society that, you know, men need to change, men are doing things wrong, and they're going to keep dying unless they do change. Um, and I'll reiterate the point, that is excruciatingly dangerous. Um, to, to do that. And now this this whole thing, I'm going to drop this um, article into the chat so you all can look at it yourselves. Okay, there it is right there. Okay. Um, so take it however you want to take it. Um, scourge, go for it. A lot of ntbi.ln.gov. Oh, it's a lot. Anyways, well, I did find one thing at the 
the solutions. I find okay. I found it kind of kind of interesting what they put. Is what can be done to improve men's mental health? Firstly, men's mental health should be recognized as a social issue as much as a health issue, with attention paid to issues such as unemployment and familial disruption. Secondly, there should be more choice in the formal mental health system, with more male-tailored options that respond to men's unique needs. Thirdly, Health departments at various levels of government should create specific strategies to improve men, men's mental health with the setting of targets and goals based on recent research. This may go some way to reducing the silent crisis on men's health. I think that is a fantastic way to fucking put it, considering, you know, we're not quite the same. You know, we, we, we deal with things differently. Our issues are different. <laughs> I think that's a great way to fucking to, to start to do it. Now, the only issue is, is, is it going to fucking happen? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and, and the thing is, is it, it, this needs to be something that, that becomes bigger. It needs to get, this needs to become a lot bigger. Um, this isn't something that we sit here and we talk about this for one episode and then that's it. Um, it's not how this should work. This should be a continual effort. We should not be shooting down, you know, men's rights groups that help men with their mental health, that get them help. Like a lot of these men join these groups, these these men's groups, um, these men's rights groups, to find people that are dealing with the same things that they're dealing with. It's, it's why do you think we stream, for example? We stream because we we love gaming. And we want to share that love for gaming with other people that love gaming. We look for a group of people that share our ideas. We join teams because we want a group of people that share our ideas. You know, we join religious groups because we want to find a group of people that, you know, share our ideas. But to automatically tag on, you know, Nazi, misogynist, you know, homophobe, whatever when you go into, you know, talking about men's groups, you're removing the one thing that might be there that might save a man from killing himself. You know, with the particular problems that he's joining, that, he, that he's dealing with. Um, and I think it's important to, you know, allow these things, you know, to run their course. Allow... You know, people to have their groups, to have... It's the same thing with AA. Why do we have AA? To help people that have alcoholism. Why do we have NA? To help people that deal with drug abuse. Well, go down the line. But a men's rights group, men's mental health group, you know, is the only one that we we, we, we scoff at because it's specifically focused on men. Men, I'll reiterate the point, they don't want to talk about these things openly, but if they have close friends, people that they can confide in, they, they, maybe they might be able to get help. Maybe they might be able to get somebody, hey, you know, go talk to this person. You know, nobody will know about it. You know, get that help that you need. You know, maybe, maybe some medication might help. You know, and, and kind of push through that more support at home our relationships are very important to us okay 
our our spouses are our rocks. Women can say that, well, my husband's my rock. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. They're just I'm, as much of a rock for us. Exactly. As you know, I'll tell you right now, I might be the breadwinner in my household, but my wife, my wife is my rock. Like when I got shit going down, you know, and I don't know what the fuck to do. She's who I turn to. I don't call mom. I, I call my wife and say, honey, I need to talk. Yep. You know, and you know, we need that system, you know, of, of internal help, you know, with the people we trust. You know, sitting here and saying that we need to trust and complete strangers and talk to everybody about our feelings, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Trying to nope. force men to change is going to make this worse. And the thing is, is Scourge said it himself. We kind of we kind of jumped over it, but Scourge said it himself when he was reading the article. In recent years, there has been an explosion in men's depression and suicide. Yep. Now, what what the numbers have grown? We're going to have to research that and check that out. I'm going to need has... to research that. Actually, you know what? While we're here, you know, find it. Let's just do the 2019. Okay. Let's take a look at it. 2019. So, let, let, let's we find say suicide. Yeah. Or should we just see. say men's mental health? Uh... No, because that's too general. Go with suicide. Make it more specific. Looking at suicide statistics right now for the American Foundation for Suicide, what it has here it doesn't have 2019 up, but it said, but we do have 2018. Uh, so this one it says suicide is the tenth leading cause of death in the U.S. In 2018, 48,000. Let's see here in 20. Oh, see, it still only has 2017. The age of justice suicide in 2018 was 14.2 for 100,000 individuals. The rate of suicide is highest in middle-aged men, on average, 29 suicides per day. White males accounted for 16.67 percent. Chart, dude. Yeah. Over the past 10 years, the rate of suicides in the United States has increased. In 2008, the suicide rate was 11.6. Going up to suicide rate in 2017, it was 14. Yeah, so that's about 3 million people. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Um, age range. So, let's see here. General one that's going up. Hold on a second. This one right here. 15 to 24, the age range in 2017, the suicide rate between people of the age of 15 to 24 has, has spiked. Um, 16. Oh, here's, a, here's a good number for you right here. So those right here, that the increase in suicides from girls and women between 2000 and 2016, four to six per 100,000 people. So here, here's suicide among boys and men between 2000 and 2016 from 17.7, 21.4 per 100,000 people. Right then and there, it goes and shows you how much more it is for men. Yeah, it, it's actually, and here's another thing to talk about, right? So the thing is, is like, you know, there, there are brief mentions of the men's suicide rate here. But, you know, if you go through this, and I, just so you guys know that we're not bullshitting. I'm going to put the link uh, link to the article here or the, the statistics here. Um, 
finding specifics. So if you go scroll down, so if we got so suicide rates by age, suicide rates by race and ethnicity, suicide methods, suicide attempts, and it stops there. There's there's not a section that's actually specifically catered to men or women. Oh, it's this is a general. So, general but the thing topic. is, is but well, the thing is, is if you're breaking it down by age and then you break it down by race and ethnicity, don't you think like the next logical step after that would be by gender, by sex? But it's avoided. Well, the very, very top of it right here it says, "2017 men died three point up and then white male." The rate mm -hmm. of suicide is highest in middle-aged white men, in particular. And in 2017, firearms accounted for 50.57 of all suicide deaths, and on average, there are 129 suicides per day. A lot, guys. Yeah, well, see, that's the problem. Politically, it would cause a lot of backlash, but the thing is, is like, I mean, this is the thing that this is the issue. That talking about men specifically, we have to be worried about political backlash. Like, to sit here and talk about my feelings, I have to worry about political backlash. Yeah, because you're wrong. Yeah, I guess, you know. Hashtag my dong don't make me wrong. I um, knew you were going to fucking bring that out. Yeah, every time now. Um, So, you know, it, it's just... Guys. You know, it's uh, high time that we make a change. Okay, and we can't do this alone, right? Everybody's lives are important. Everybody's mental health is important. But what I'm seeing here, and that the, the name of that article, the Silent Crisis, is is exactly what it is. You know that people overlook us. They speak negatively about us. We're evil, we're misogynist, all of us. Everything we do is wrong. We're wanting to be the caretakers, for wanting to support our families, we're wrong. We cause detrimental, you know, harm to our spouses for trying to be the major breadwinners to allow them to stay home with children if, you know, you're, you and your partner decide to have children. Um, you know, my, my wife stays home because that's what she wants to do. I'm not forcing her to do anything. And I want to support my wife's decisions. As a man, I want to support her decision to stay home with my son. That's what she wants to do, then so be it. I work from home. Like, it's not that it's a difficult situation for me to take care of him during the day. It's her choice. Um, but for me to be attacked or any man to be attacked because of that... And if you look at the increase in men's suicide and the men's, you know, men's depression recently, like Scourge said it himself, he read it right off of the article. There's re in recent years, there's been an explosion in men's, you know, men's depression and suicide rates. Where do you think that's coming from, guys? Like, where do you, where do you think that, where, where do you think that's happening? Because everybody's talking lovely things about us and showing us great appreciation and. Come on. I mean, I'm nobody to you guys. You know, I'm no one. But I know you've got a father. I know you've got uncles. I know you've got maybe a brother. 
Maybe you're a man yourself. Are you evil? Are you an evil person? Are you inherently misogynistic? I'm just asking because that's what people say I am. The whole point in this, ultimately, the shit needs to be. Exactly. There's only so much that we can do between us to try and spread this. And you guys were here. You guys we read the shit directly from articles. We didn't even go off the cuff on this one. We legitimately pulled up fucking articles with research done to prove this point. The shit needs to change. And the only people that can do it is us. And you. And anybody that listens. Anybody that randomly strolls across this podcast. It's. It just it needs to change. Guys, and it has to start somewhere, so why not have it start with us? Exactly. I mean, come on, guys. 300 mental health podcasts, and out of 300 of them, three, including ourselves, have an episode dedicated to men's mental health. <laughs> come on. You know, I mean, that's anecdotal, but... And by the way, so you guys understand the criteria what I set when I'm going by by men's mental health is an episode dedicated to men's mental health. There are episodes that skirt around the topic and mention the same statistics we're mentioning and then move on. But to actually like have an episode dedicated to it, there's only three that actually, including us, that have an episode dedicated to men's mental health. So now, to wrap everything up, since we've hit our limit, I do want to say thank all of you for coming out, supporting, being here and listening to this episode that I'd say 100% needed to be done. I know we've done our controversial topics and all that, but as controversial as this topic may be and it shouldn't be, it needed to be said. The thinking needs to be changed and it has to start somewhere, but thank you all. For coming out here i appreciate each and every one of you that came here to yeah. listen to us and supported us during this and continue to support us during this endeavor of us trying to get this podcast to take off exactly um, and one thing i'd like to kind of shoot out there um i thank all of you in general but to all the men in the audience thank you for what it is that you do and yes. thank you for being the social rocks in society. Again, I'm generalizing. There are exceptions, but thank you for what you do. All the policemen out there, all the firefighters out there, the you know people in military. You know, thank you. Seriously, and everybody that does all the other jobs, all the linemen. Anybody that's out there doing the construction shit and all that, being out there taking care of your families, being, being you, being the breadwinner, and even if you're not the breadwinner and you're just a, you're just there being a support system, being the rock, you deserve some type of notice. You deserve some type of appreciation. Well, here is us giving you our the single fathers, the single fathers for out being there, fucking amazing. You know, so for all of you guys that pull out all the stops and. Uh, are the best of the best at what you do. Thank you for that. So with that being said, that's going to be it for us. 
Thank you for joining us. I'm Signing off this... until next time. This was Roma. Roma. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out, guys. See y'all later. <laughs>